Welcome back to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. I'm Dave. And we're here again bringing all kinds of fun news. Uh, so tax season's coming up. Yeah, that's always fun news. Right? Uh, in case it was a surprise, uh, it's it's coming up. And uh, I thought it would be kind of fun to talk a little bit about taxes. Not because taxes are like this fun topic, but it's kind of interesting. And I kind of want to have a little take on did you know that there are certain taxes that do certain things and you may not even be aware of where your actual tax no, dollars are going. I wouldn't know at all because I try to stay away from all that topic because I don't think it's fun at all. <laughs> it's <laughs> not it's, fun. It's going to be very interesting. So what what do you have? Well, especially when you have to pay uh, way more and uh, instead of getting a refund, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, to me, it's kind of interesting. So... As you know, so we're in we're in Oregon, Washington. You used to live in. Uh, what do you know? What was the difference between Oregon and Washington? Is it in general like the big taxes between the two states? Well, um, we always had you know the the sales tax. There we had know. sales tax there, mm-hmm. but you know there was no state tax. So if so, there's supposed to be a balance there. However, a little tidbit: what I didn't know necessarily when I went there is that if you work in Oregon. You still pay state tax. You pay Oregon state tax. You pay Oregon state so tax. Exactly. You get really kind of double whammyed on that yeah. because you're, yeah, you're paying. Uh, the, well, it's close enough to do most of your business on Oregon side, anyways. So, mm-hmm. but well, I have a buddy who lives up in Seattle. Um, shout out to you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, we went in to get uh, my brother a uh, a TV for his birthday this year, <clears throat> and so, you know, we needed to order it from an Oregon resident. Oh, right. Because even if he orders it from an Oregon place, but it's being shipped yep. to Washington, he has to pay the sales tax yes. on it. And his sales tax is like 8.5% yeah. or something ridiculous. It's it's like you. It's hard to kind of like play the system in such a way where you can avoid certain things. Um, my, uh, uh, my stepbrother, Wes, um, uh, went in on a laptop for my mom and had my brother pick it up in Oregon <laughs> because he didn't want to pay the extra almost, you know, 9% sure. tax on a, on a device that's relatively expensive. Yeah. And so, you know, playing the system. You're going to drive over there to get a new washer and dryer. Sorry. Exactly. Exactly. But that's, that's, that's a luxury that we had living so close to the border. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because you could take <laughs> and, the track and over. And unfortunately, I don't even feel like I was um, double dipping, if you will, because I was getting double shafted. Yeah, you know, I was. I'm paying those <laughs> yeah. taxes too. So driving right. over there, you know, mm-hmm. it was. I'm just getting what's mine. Yeah. Now, I thought that Oregon had like a big gas tax. Does Washington have a? You know. You know, I can't recall. I really don't. Because I always thought it was like, oh, yeah, you go to Washington because you get cheaper gas cheaper over gas. there because there isn't so many taxes on it. But I'm not sure well, that that is overhead the case. Of, there was an overhead of not having to pay gas attendance and yeah. stuff out there. And right. so there was also cheap. I remember when we had enough money, when we had enough money to actually fill up a gas tank when mm-hmm. we were in high school, we would either um, go to Vancouver, which is crazy, drive that far. <laughs> or there was a special place down there at and Troutdale once in a while to be really cheap. Oh yeah, but, the truck stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah, yeah. So so we we would have to like pay it out because it was mm-hmm. cheap. It was usually cheaper over there to fill up, but yeah. we, we didn't have that kind of money to even 
get over there to fill up to fill up a tank yeah right yeah (laughs) two to five bucks yeah exactly when five dollars you're working with all your friends that's your whole night that's tony we would we would we would pull we would go Go get rid of how much money you have, and I have like like I don't know two fifty six, and Tony might come up with three (laughs) sixty, and you know we would go. I feel bad saying it because I I I feel so bad that I did it to myself, but we would go out and get a pack of smokes, a big gulp, (laughs) and two or three dollars in gas, and that was our night. We would drive around and have fun. And be stupid, essentially. But, yeah. you know, I mean, that That's you funny. could literally have a Friday night on $5 because you mm-hmm. don't know where it's going to get you. You mm-hmm. drive around and see where it takes right. you. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, well, now you don't want to do that at all. Well, no. Well, and, and being in, in somewhat COVID uh, season, so many more things are now purchased online. Um, there was a time where I was doing on uh, my coaching stuff. I was selling uh, products that was uh, shipped from uh, an address in Washington, and uh, I couldn't have wa- my Washington customers order it through me to avoid the taxes because then I would have to cover the taxes right, yeah. in the process of the purchase. So I'd have to end up paying more taxes. So they still get the same price, but then I absorb the cost because I didn't want to deal with having to go through the process of you know pulling it from them. And anyway, I ended up, it was so much of a hassle. I was like, I'm just not going to sell them anymore. You know, which is unfortunate because, you know, anytime that you're selling a product that people want, there's opportunity. Right. But but it it was just a it was a headache for me as a small business to deal with that side of like the bookkeeping and stuff. So anyway, so I stopped. (laughs) So I stopped doing that and just did, you know, services, um, you know, coaching, coaching services um, on on, you know, this this side of the river. But but. to me, it's interesting because people play this this game with taxes. They're trying to avoid having to pay taxes, especially in, in the sales tax era or area where Oregon doesn't have sales tax. Most other um, states do. And that's like the one area where people are aware of taxes. Think about all the other areas that they are unaware that they're paying taxes. Right. right. I mean, think about like your cell phone bill. Oh, I know it. When you go to a hotel. You're paying some sort of tax. So, so here, so I've been saying this forever is everybody's like, well, we could pay more taxes, pay more, you know, not everybody, but a certain side likes to say that, you know, that, you know, pay more, make it equal or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and besides, you know, you're only getting, I don't know, 27% or I don't know, 30%. And so there's room to grow. I'm like, man, we pay so much more than that Yeah, through that you know, like you said, your cell phone. So I thought that we are at best probably 60% paying about 60% taxes and everything that we didn't do. But I was going to say, if you have a list of stuff like that, please enlighten I, me. I would. Because I... in fact, enlighten everybody because we, that's why I think we should always fight for the person that wants to pay less, bring less taxes to us, mm-hmm. take less taxes from, from us. us. There you go. Because right. it is a huge deal for us because it doesn't matter who they tax; it's going to come get us. Oh, sure. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Ultimately, the... you know, I'm you know, I'm a small government kind of guy, and I want to pay as little of a tax burden as very possible, right? I mean, those people who want to pay extra in taxes, there are ways for you to just give your money to the government. It's fine. Yeah, but don't right. don't make the rest of us exactly, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so, what do you have? Did you know? Um, you know, I, I thought it's interesting that we didn't start off with an income tax. You talk to anyone who's living today. And income tax is just something that they accept. 
Like, right. you know, it's They're no born big into deal. It, they don't know any other way. Yeah, exactly. They, the, the government sort of came in and said, well, you know, we, we need to be able to pay for these things and yeah. whatever. And then they started having more and more like social services coming in. Um, social security, right? I actually thought it was actually during the war because they needed it to be funded and well, stuff. Well, sure. Yeah. It's very possible, but, but I'm not sure but if it regardless was income tax. Of that's, that, that is back when they actually... It's like they started it for a cause and then wouldn't let go of it. Yeah. <laughs> and and they gave it a they allowed it. They tolerated it for yeah. a good cause. Yeah, so there you go. Thanks uh Mr. Producer. Uh February 3rd, 1913. That was when Congress passed uh the 16th Amendment. Uh, but it's interesting, right? Because no one today even considers that, that we could ever live in a society without an income tax. Right. And now, of course, if you look at our tax code, holy cow, it is complicated. I mean, we have to hire a professional to do taxes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, because the easy form's not so easy sometimes. It's not so easy. <laughs> well, and we have we have this, um, uh, what do they call it? A, well... We have all kinds of different um, taxes, of course. We have what they call indirect taxes, which are like sales taxes, value-added taxes, collecting by the seller taxes. Uh, You've got progressive taxing. So progressive is like the more money you make, the higher amount of taxes you would have to pay, not as a percentage, but as you just go into a new tax bracket. the proportional, which is like the flat tax, which always fascinated me, especially uh, back in, uh, you know, 2015-ish, um, moving in towards the election, where Ted Cruz was proposing a uh, national flat tax. Flat tax, yeah. yeah. And I can't remember what the actual percentage was. I think it was like 15 or something like that. Uh, I think it was less than 20% uh, yeah. tax. But it was going to be flat across the board. And I always thought that, well, that makes sense to me. Doing something, he said, you could file your taxes on a 3 by 5 card. That's interesting He's, to me. Did you pay your 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 portion? Yep. Yeah. Next. And then guess yeah. what? And everybody's success is everybody's success. Mm-hmm. It's not stealing because there's so much double dipping with taxes. Because... We're getting part of what you were saying is is that we're we get taxed on our regular pay, right? And now we're going out getting gas and paying our cell phone mm-hmm. and et cetera with already taxed money. Right. And and so that I feel that that is the fairest way to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to do better for themselves than somebody else and succeed mm-hmm. I don't know, everybody's make more income. I guess income if yeah. that's their goal. Is I mean, the sky's the limit, and and they shouldn't be. And how about this? You know, the more people have, the more that they would probably give on their own, regardless, and to good causes, mm-hmm. not just to a government that's going to what what take ninety percent out of it before yeah. they give it to where it's supposed to go. Right. If they, it, I mean, I'm just making up numbers. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, just looking at 1872 Revenue Act. So 1861 had introduced the first federal income tax, but the tax was repealed in 1872. So uh, to your point about, you know, making more money, paying more taxes in in a uh, percentage, um, the thing with taxes is that there are so many different types of taxes at every level, right? So we've got a federal, right? We've got state taxes. We've got, in some cases, county taxes. We've got city taxes. We've got, um, you know, 
there are different levels of, of I mean, government entities. I mean, right, per, those right. are taxes. Right. I don't care what you... So, yeah, so you've got different levels of taxes from different levels of government. And, uh, and like, the income tax thing is probably the most understood, and then the sales tax on top of that is understood, and that one probably people are more aware of. Uh, folks who are, like, for instance, teenagers, if they're going shopping in uh, a sales tax place then they get to experience what a tax is, right? right? But they're not income earners, right? They're not they're not working a job and seeing stuff come out. And in fact, a lot of places, unless you're looking at your paycheck, you don't really see, you know, how much taxes came out. Yeah. So the, the burden feels a little bit different depending on Absolutely. what kind of tax it is. And then all those other hidden taxes. I mean, there are, there are weird taxes about like, um, like, cigarette taxes right tobacco taxes like tobacco products um you know i i roll cigars there's a different tax for cigarettes and like chewing tobacco and cigars than there is for like whole leaf you know tobacco uh think about alcohol uh there are all kinds of what they call sin taxes so if it's something that the i don't whoever imposes it thinks is bad they're going to call it a syntax, so it discourages you. Is that why they tax the naughty magazines? <laughs> Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I, was, I didn't know either. I mean, they're not. I mean, they are. I don't know. You don't know. Producer kidding. Ethan can probably look it up. <laughs> but, but to me, it's interesting that the government has been put into a position where they can manipulate your behavior based on how they're going to tax you. Well, Sure. And and it drives me crazy, yeah. a small government kind of person. If if you've got, let's just say, a teenager who uh, is is eighteen, they used to be able to do the like tobacco stuff, and in some cases, they used to be they could drink alcohol. So there were certain yeah, things so, that they certain, could do, yeah. and and then they increased that age to twenty one, um, and it's all about not trusting that age demographic that they can make the right decision for their own for their own health. Oh my gosh, that means that they're definitely going to be switching it to like 36. Yeah, soon. right. It's just going to keep going up. But if, if you look at like cigarette tobacco taxes, they are enormous. I mean, I haven't they looked are, to see what yeah. the cost of, of cigarettes are these days uh, and what the actual percentage of, of taxes are in, yeah. you know, for that. But it's massive. I think in um, uh, New York... That's one of the big things that was happening. That people were selling what they call Lucy's. Is that right? Loose cigarettes. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, it was sort of undercover uh, because you could make money That's on right. it because it wouldn't cost as much as going to the store and paying the enormous taxes on those yeah. on those smokes. So it's it's a way for the government to kind of manipulate, you know, what you're doing. You know, I'm not so sure about the the dirty magazines, Dave, but uh, I'm sure if we looked. Um, there might be a, a tax associated with that. Here are some of the other ones. Um, so, uh, of course, we talked about you know regular sales taxes, payroll taxes. There's estate taxes, and yeah. I, I thought this is a kind of kind of an interesting thing because an estate tax is like, you know, someone passes away and they leave you with what they had. Well, the government it says here at a at a certain level. Uh, is that it can take up to 40% of your estate in taxes. Is that right? That's an incredible number, 40%. Yeah, so is. someone lives their entire life, have already paid taxes and on that on income, that stuff. And, yeah. and still was able to accumulate. But when they want to leave it to their kid, suddenly 
The government says, oh, no, no, but no. But that's them. T- you have to, in my opinion, in order for that to happen, the government has to at least pretend that they have just taken ownership of it. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you don't pay the taxes, guess what? You don't get it. So, I mean, it's them. It's, it's theft. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, so there's a, a number associated with it. They said up to 40% if it's like $5 million or something. $5 million a long time ago was a lot of money. Even today, $5 million is, is a pretty good amount of money if it's just handed over to you. But, but this not. is the accumulation of someone's life, potentially. Right. They lived however many years, and this is the sum total of what's left over that they can leave to their next generation. To me, that's horrible because they've already paid taxes on right. that income or property theirs or whatever. It's to theirs. do whatever they want with. Exactly. They shouldn't be fined or penalized to to give what is theirs, at least in this country, because yeah, it's 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 disgusting. Yeah, and it's, it's horrible. It's terrible enough, and and it's being at my age, you've seen a lot of people that pass, mm-hmm. and and um, to see the uh, turmoil it brings, sure. the wake of the is yep. now they have to deal with it, and in all. I mean, there's so much, the, the financial burdens and all these uh, loopholes, they didn't know that these people are trying to, you know, help, let, you know, grieve as well as, you know, finalize the funeral. And well, they have to jump through all these hoops in order to even collect yeah. a portion of what is supposed to be given. So when, um, when my grandparents passed, well, ultimately when my grandpa passed, uh, unfortunately... Well, I say unfortunately, um, but they they had willed a certain percentage of their um, estate to the church. Okay, that's right. Yeah, and so grandkids, kids um, also got allocated a certain amount of of money. The problem is, is that the place that my grandparents lived was really my childhood home. I spent way more time there. At least the good memories felt like I spent way more time there in my early childhood. And I loved their property. It was like 13 acres, great, you know, you know, out in the country, you know, place where you don't get bugged. Um, and my mom was the executor. She had to get rid of the property because the taxes were so, so high and she had to split it with the church. Right. And then once, you know, the whole place was sold, it was easier to do that thing to then be able to divvy it up with all the people who had you know their hand out waiting for their cut to me that destroys the opportunity for property or other things to last through generations oh yeah because then you have to pay so much and how in the world do you keep it that means one of those people have to have been doing well enough to then pay that to whoever it is that uh right like for us we pay 40 percent to the uh to the government well who has 40 percent of that value guess what so it's like it's like any time that there's a death or anything like like that, let's just say go death that happens. Mm-hmm. It's like our government has like a clause that's in there that leaves an opportunity for every one of them to be able to take all of it. Because, well, if you don't comply with all this stuff, it's ours. That pops up over everything. Mm-hmm. So that puts people in a predicament. So the government gets theirs no matter what. Oh, no matter what. So, yep. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. And, and the and thing is to deal with the grief and and sure, yeah, and when people are already issues, emotionally, that's why you see people literally lose it mm-hmm. and vultures. I mean, because 
it yeah, is, it gets yeah. ugly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that stuff just absolutely drives me crazy. Uh, have you heard of the gift tax? No. So this is something that drives me crazy as well. So a while back I was, um, you know, I was just, you know, seeing news articles or whatever, and, and some guy had won the lottery, and he wanted to be able to give money to the people that he wanted to help out. And what ended up happening is gave it to these folks and didn't realize that there had to be taxes paid on it. And so all of these people who had an expectation of, of what they were promised didn't get what they promised because they had to give 40% to the government. Right. And that's, and that's them, after, that's... and that's after this lottery winner already had to pay the government. Yeah. Cause after it's taxed like it's a bonus. Mm-hmm. And so it's extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's, it, to me, it's, it's unfair because you're paying taxes already, on it multiple times. Yeah, and that and the person that wins the lotto on that on this particular, mm-hmm. I mean, this could happen either way. But yeah. on that particular one, the guy who wins the lottery, and and he's already paying an astronomical amount of taxes mm-hmm. on it, anyways. Yep. He he's lucky to take home. I'll be nice to say fifty percent. I mean, he's, yeah, but. Um, but then he uh, to give it away just so they could even take more from somebody right. else. I don't know the scale of like lottery winnings and what at what level of of winning would then constitute what what level of taxation. Right. But just gifting is they say it's upwards of forty percent. So there's a, a I think there was a celebrity uh, one time, and and he I can't remember who it was, but they basically they um, they had finally hit it big super successful and what they did is they gave uh, a whole bunch of money to their friends but what what he ended up doing was he ended up paying the taxes for them so he had calculated what it would have cost that person to pay taxes and basically allocated that to then pay the taxes for them to pay taxes exactly so that they could actually get what the gift originally would have been so my last job they they used to give us out a little gift card it was $25 a year Mm. Big spenders, uh-huh. but guess what? It gets taxed twenty five. So no, twenty five percent. Silly, silly. No, no. Oh, so so this is the number that we typically go by mm-hmm. for bonuses and stuff. It's typically forty five percent. So that's why whenever I hear lotto, I always yeah. think forty five percent at best. But so um, they, after all these years, we're complaining. We're get, I'm making this up. I don't know what forty. We're getting like fourteen dollars or something. Mm-hmm. You know. And, uh, but so they ended up giving us out another gift card Mm -hmm. because we weren't even really getting a a, a gift. We couldn't go out and even get a a turkey with it. It was a Fred Meyer gift card or something. So, yeah, but, but yeah, it's, it, it's horrible. It is. And, and, but people don't normally, right. Normally people don't look at that and go, yeah, the government's taking all this from me because a lot of people aren't even seeing those things. Right. Right. The people who are voting, um, you know, a lot of them aren't feeling it the same as some certain people. And they don't have this this negative opinion of taxes. I mean, in some cases, people are like, yeah, everyone should pay their fair share. But then if they looked at exactly where their tax money was going, right, like how much is getting taken and where it's going. Whenever anybody gets a gift, bonus, extra, anything extra, they have to take more. How about this? When it's extra, that means you leave your damn hands off of it. You already got yours. Mm-hmm. Everything extra is, in fact, just that. Instead of, at the very least, 
tax it the same with anything else mm -hmm. because they didn't do extra to earn it like we did. Yeah. And it's just, I, hate, I always hated that. Well, so if you look at like the different ways, so I, I complain about government basically manipulating the behavior, right, of its citizens through taxation. So there's, uh, I wrote a list of things that are, are sort of, uh, government's acting in f using favoritism, <laughs> helping certain people and not others, uh, manipulating who they, who they want. So uh, redistribution of wealth, right? Income tax is high for higher earners and income tax is low for lower earners. Taking from the rich, giving to the poor. The people who are not producing tend to get more benefits from the government, right? Yep. Um, other things like government subsidies and vouchers, food stamps, affordable affordable housing. Right. Um, remember the old Obama phones? Oh, I, do. I don't know. I don't know if that you know if that program still exists. But think about the people who qualify for those things. Well, those were those I thought were just essentially handed out. Well, yeah, but. It's generally low-income people. Mm -hmm. It's not just uh, not just anyone. A lot of people end up getting uh, stuff more f from the government when they are, um, you know, lower income. Now there could be an argument made for certain favors for the ultra uh, wealthy or whatever, or some of these corporates uh, corporations where they um, have a sort of a um, what do they call it? Basically, a reprieve on paying taxes for a certain number of years if they open up a big company in their area. Yeah. I think Amazon got, well, New oh. York got screwed out of ham having Amazon, right? Because OAC and some others said, oh, no, no, you she can't She only have knew how, yeah. how it works. Yeah. Oh, my god. In Amazon, you know, they employ thousands and thousands yep. of people. I can't believe. Right? So a lot of those workers who want jobs couldn't get one because government said, oh, no, no, we're not going to let you in because you need to pay your taxes. Well, the fact of the matter is if if uh if corporations get taxed, who's paying the tax? What's well, the us consumer? Too. That's our whole point. <laughs> exactly right. Like like if they want to yeah. raise ta that's why I'm against them raising taxes on high on corporations too because mm -hmm. what's so the government doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Why not? Because it's going it comes from us anyways. That's right. So because oh in case they don't know, it's because what they pay more on our products will reflect what they have to pay more that's on. Right. I mean, that's why our gas goes up when it gets taxed higher. Come on, people. That's right. I mean, and, but the thing is, that they don't they don't do it in a way. So in most cases, like some of these in this list here, where we're talking about, you know, sin taxes, alcohol, tobacco, gas taxes, mm -hmm. uh, sugary drink taxes, so dumb, uh, and then the other like carbon taxes. So the idea is that government is do, does a whole lot in their tax system to manipulate the population, but then some of the dumb ones are trying to then do that to the, the corporations because they want to punish the corporations. They don't they don't understand enough about business. They're going to the hurt themselves. Yeah, the corporations all they do is they pass that cost on to the other on to the consumer. Because the reality is, if if you go to a store. Um, and they're in, say, a richer neighborhood where rents are a lot higher, then you would expect that their products are probably going to be priced a little bit higher than if you go to another area where the um, you know the cost of rent, utilities, whatever, is super low. Yeah. It's, the, it's the reason why you go down to like San Francisco and everything is really expensive. expensive. And then you go to Estacada, Oregon, 
<laughs> things are not as expensive, right? right? Or go to parts of Texas. Things are not very expensive. So the cost of the doing business includes taxes. So if if, if government's charging a lot more in taxes, what where where's the corporation going to get the money? Yeah. By raising the cost of their of their products. Right. And why would the government care? Because they get theirs. Because they the get end. theirs, yeah. Yeah. Either way. The carbon taxes, Both though, ways. that's the one that kind of gets me because that's a, 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 I think it's a newer concept. I don't know when, I don't know where our producer went. Um, uh, carbon taxes, I think, is, is somewhat of a newer concept. Do, do you know much about carbon taxes? No, not, nope. So there's this idea that um, carbon's bad, right? We don't want CO2 in the air. We don't want these, um, you know, greenhouse gases to, do things to climate change right so those big companies now if they're producing a certain amount of of um, carbon emissions government says okay well it's going to cost you this amount of money and the and the goal is that the government would spend that money to reduce carbon in yeah, some way but that's but they don't. they don't so that for for me that that sounds really neat right mm-hmm. like but but they it don't doesn't it's do just anything. more taxes that right. they're collecting it's another way for them to get more it's revenue. essentially like a mob boss going hey if you want to do that over here yeah. give us a little something <laughs> we know something's going in the air right yeah. they're not saying stop it make it better yeah. i mean of course we're always trying to make it better but no they're just saying pay up yeah. keep doing what you're doing and pay up if if you're if you're polluting you know the environment or whatever um you know, there should be, of course, some some level of responsibility to to not not pollute. I'm not so sure about all the carbon stuff because to me it just seems like it's more of a tax thing. Like, so for instance, if you're if you're dumping sewage, an excessive amount of sewage, in, you know, out of your your business, oh, maybe business. you're a honey bucket uh, company, and you got to deposit the goods someplace, um, then maybe there's going to be an additional cost for the amount of sewage that you're you're sending out because there's, you know, processing that takes place, but it's a direct you know, that income from the processing is going directly to processing that stuff, right? Where a carbon tax, that's not going directly to reduce carbon emissions. It's just yeah, it's it's going to some, you know, some bureaucrat budget that you know, is who knows where it ends up. Exactly. It doesn't actually reduce carbon in, in know, the air. You're just, you're just taking money from people and letting the pollution go. Well, so it's, it's not the, on the topic, but it might be parallel or I could use it as an example anyways, is my mom has a loser over here that grows a lot of illegal pot. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to be fair, if maybe he's got it all legal now, but a few years ago it wasn't. And so, um, and so, you know, my mom called up and said, Hey, something's going on over here. There's like hundreds of plants out here. I thought you could only have four or something like that. And so they came out and investigated and they told my mom, yeah, that's an illegal grow. He has no permits for that. Yeah. We're going to have to find him. Hmm. So he's been growing every year. He just gets fined. Yeah. Taxed. Yeah. The mafia guy, and he gets exactly. About. It's he gets to do it as long as you pay this, it's okay. We're gonna let it go. We're not gonna storm in. When I was a kid, they would be in the back of regular old house neighborhoods with a plant like two plants in the back, and they're going, yeah, burning it up and, yeah, and right. putting it, you know, and you know what I mean. Now they're just like, well, now they're they're smart, you know. If we had all those thousands of people giving us $20 a month, or you know, I don't know, it just seems like it's. 
they're just payoffs is what it is. Yeah, right. Again, it's it's a, a way that, that the government gets to manipulate, you know, the, its citizens and, and pick, what it can or can't pick, do. Pick who's who going to do what? Yeah, pick who can, you know, bend the rules and pick who can't. I truly know? believe, I, I truly believe strongly that if I was to <clears throat> grow, just try to do exactly what that guy does, every plant, every, you know, exactly, mm-hmm. there's going to be knocking on my door and threatening I mean, I really believe that he, he, he doesn't, he's like getting his house foreclosed on. I'm not mm-hmm. mine could see his is already on his way to the government. <laughs> mine could be. And I feel like that I'm already going to get pushed. You know, if I ever try to do that, maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like the people that abide by the rules are the people that really mm-hmm. uh, feel the, the pushback from it. If you don't follow them. Well, I, I think that the flat tax uh, is one of those things that, I, I personally like because it makes it simplifies uh, a whole bunch of stuff. And, yeah. it, and what I like most about it is that it kind of gets the government farther away from the manipulation of its population. Be more people are going to pay it too. because, well, potentially, depending on what they say, I've seen I've seen different arguments where um, and this is probably a political move, not necessarily a practical move for paying taxes. In my opinion, a flat tax means flat tax for everyone. It doesn't right. mean, you know, only uh, earners over thirty thousand dollars a year. I'm saying everyone because if if it's not everyone, it's not fair. Right. Right. If it's a flat tax, it's the same percentage across the board. The the guy who's bringing in, you know, a thousand dollars of income, you know, only pays one hundred and fifty bucks. Right. Versus the guy who's making a million who's paying one hundred and fifty thousand. My math. Right. Uh, You know, there's a significant difference between one hundred and fifty dollars and one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That is fair because it's a percentage of the income. Here's the other thing, and that is, is that there's a certain drive traditionally in America to be successful, to earn more, to be to be able to get to these new levels, right. right? Well, the government has these taxes where when you start getting a little bit more, you get into a different tax bracket. Right. And so you end up paying a different percentage on the income beyond that right. bracket. Now you have to dig even dig even deeper. What's the incentive hard, to be successful? Right. Well, there's a lot of people like, like where I work, uh, there people get into a tax bracket, and some it's hard to do sometimes. But you get to a point, and you could play right. There's a sweet spot, yeah. You know, and then sometimes, in order to really make some money, you just got to blow past it and give a lot just so you could get a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's it is unfortunate because. Yeah. There shouldn't be no extra tax bracket because I want to work on a, you know, because well, because I work harder. It's just ridiculous. Well, sure. Yeah, and the more value you bring to the marketplace, the more you should get in return, typically, right? That's how capitalistic society kind of works, free market. The thing is, is that the more that you work, the more that you become more and innovate more or become more valuable, you get to that level, and everything that you make beyond that level Suddenly, you get this major increase in taxes, and so what you would expect, you could be paying forty something percent. I don't, I don't remember what the different um, levels have been because they keep changing every time a new administration comes in. Yeah. But the idea is, if I want to make, uh, let's just say, a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm paying, you know, twenty five percent of of my income in taxes up to that hundred thousand, 
and I want to go to 125,000, but at $101,000, now you're taxed at say 40%. And you could literally now make less. Yeah. What's the point of making, making yeah, what's what's the point of going beyond that barrier? Right. You know, which is a horrible, in, you know, it doesn't incentivize people to be more and more successful. And I think America, this is like a big deal. This is supposed to be the free country that, you know, you you come here and you become successful and you live the dream and all that stuff. And, and my company could grow in success as well as me at the same time. Yeah, right. Not just we're the little pistons that are going to wear out and get replaced soon while this company keeps growing and getting bigger. Right. You know. You know, I, well, yeah. I, I I like the idea of doing uh, a flat tax. I thought, from what I had read uh, a long time ago from Ted Cruz's proposal, is that it was it was just su- such a simplified thing. Now, keep in mind that's only a federal thing; it's not how the states work. You know, mm-hmm. I, I remember back in the day when we were couriers, and I'd listen to talk radio, and and uh, some some talking heads were talking about uh, Oregon and the taxing that they have. Because Oregon doesn't have an, a uh, a sales tax, we have an income tax, and if incomes are down, then the tax um, revenues take a hit. Just like with COVID, they're taking a hit because mm-hmm. very very few people are making much in income, right. and so the taxes are going to go down. Well, in states where they have an income tax and a sales tax, that's what they call two legs of the three legged stool. It's hard to stand have have a, a stool stand on just two legs, right. let alone one. I mean, we have property taxes, we have income taxes, so those are the two legs of our stool. But we don't have the third, which is the income tax, or sorry, the sales tax. And so, how do you get government to stay stable when you've only got the two legs? And again, I go, I don't care because I'm not the government. I want the government is is playing the littlest part in my life as possible. Take care of your roles. Take care of the things that you need to take care of based on what the the, uh, population says you should be taking care of. But don't, you know, don't try and find another way on top of all these other, you know, taxes that they're collecting. I mean, the lottery tax, um, you know, all these different things are like, oh my gosh, how many different ways are you collecting money and right. now now the question is where is it all going well that's that's right well, where do our tax dollars go right from our schools to mm-hmm. our the gas money i mean you know we're supposed to be fixing our roads you know we're supposed to be doing upkeep on all mm-hmm. of our um infrastructures and i hardly ever see any of it happening well so where you know where is where is all this tax money go so the idea is they're they're taking money from their citizens in so many different ways. How is where does it go? Their budget is very complicated. Obviously, there's a lot of different government uh, agencies and departments, and there's social services, there's social security, there's uh, you know, for us, Oregon Department of transportation there's the department of motor vehicles there's the um uh, you know the deq department of department of environmental quality i mean there's so many right yeah Uh, olcc for alcohol you know the forestry yeah right forest service right i mean there's there's all kinds of different entities that have to get funded somehow um and and you think about where's 
you know, where is it? How is it really getting spent in those particular areas? Right. right? I mean, I, I there's I always cutbacks at, all the time, and on and our yeah, right. taxes raised all the time. I'm not understanding. Everyone seems to want and, more, though, right? Right. <laughs> and it's going somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I look at like Department of Transportation, and uh, you know, I think about all the roads that we have. In fact, you know, driving to the studio today, notice, you know, some potholes. That's terrible. You know, sure, it's wintertime and, and people have, uh, you know, studded tires and the roads kind of get ripped up during this time of year anyway. But the fact of the matter is, is that we have so many more roads that are in such poor condition. And then the highway system that we have here really hasn't expanded much. No. Uh, especially just even but in we our have. lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, our population has grown dramatically in in our lifetime, but the m- number of roads really, you nope. know, they haven't really widened. Here, the and whole I lot. remember the difference driving around on a on a weekend versus a weekday, and the traffic. Yeah, it is insane to see it now going through Gresham. And, yeah, right. And to see that it's bumper to bumper on an afternoon. On a Saturday. <laughs> right. It's like, are you kidding During me? COVID. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's unbelievable. And here's the other thing, you know, and for We're those of you down. who are listening, um, you know, Oregon has this mass transit that they call MAX, okay? And it's it's a train system that runs uh, from the east side of kind of that Portland um, area all the way to over to the west side, way past Portland. And they've expanded out to now go kind of north and south. There was even talk about getting Max to travel over um, over the Columbia River into Washington. And uh, you know, maybe, Producer Ethan, maybe you can look up some, some stats for me. Like how much money they're losing? Uh, so look up um, Max cost of one mile, and let's see what that comes up with. Because... It's been a little while since I had heard, but I thought it was like $300 million for a mile uh, to well, implement right. the max I heard they're line losing for... money on it daily, and they just continue to keep growing with it. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, it's never going to be self-sustaining, <laughs> especially with the rules that they have on it. So <laughs> I know we're just talking about Oregon right now, but this might actually be uh, common in other states, and that is... That the cost of ridership, right? That how much does it cost to actually ride the max from one place to another wow. place? And the thing no is, is anymore. that there are so many people. It doesn't cost very much. The thing is, there's so many people who don't pay it, who just ride it, thinking that they're not going to get caught. Now, a couple of years ago, they decided that there was so much crime and so much problems with people doing that sort of thing. They just stopped charging people. They said. Yeah, you get on and you you get caught without a you know a, a valid pass. Uh, we're not going to prosecute you, right? And so if if that's public, what's the point of even doing it? Unless you're like a good citizen who just doesn't like to get right. into trouble, a sucker. Yes, <laughs> a sucker. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, then they don't in, enforce it. So the cost of of actually, you know, uh, implementing that. I don't know if you want to call it a service, I guess, you know, that transportation is so enormous and the people who are using it, the customers aren't paying for it. Who's paying for it? Well, turns out government collects taxes and gives it to this, this, uh, you know, max, you know, mass uh, transit. Well, why? If it's not like this massively used thing, so what they've and done is they've spent all this crime. money. 
they 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 spent all this money on um on this service instead of creating better roads, more things to help traffic move smoothly right. through. I mean, I know that they had some high hope because, you know, 20 years ago, that was kind of a neat, cool thing. You know, I, I used it a lot when I was going back and forth to school. And, and, but, you know, near the end of my times writing it, I, there was, there used to be so much more crime. I mean, uh, a lot of more crime that was gaining in there. And it seems like that, that seems like it was like the, the way that there was crime spread throughout well, yeah, the Yeah, so they, country, they call it the crime or, train. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because uh, along the max line, no matter where it ends up, there's always more crime in that area, always. Because a lot of the folks who, who ride it, especially out, you know, if they're not business people, uh, these are people who um, don't have other transportation, sometimes lower income folks. Um, but then there's this age group that's, you know, teenage to, you know, 20s or whatever. This sort of the moochers in, of the society who, um, you know, are not good contributors to our yeah. society, right? And so uh, drug transactions, uh, people hopping on after doing Because it doesn't crimes. cost to run it with more or less people on it. Run, you know, I mean, essentially it... it cost the same to run it while it's empty or if it's full yeah it'd just be nice if some people would help pay for it other than it's just because you know you would think it'd be nice that it was a system that could pay for itself but instead we're paying for it to be sustained for sustaining let alone make it grow yeah it's, it's i think they're killing it do yeah. you remember the I, I don't know if it was called but i think it's the tram it, it, oh, in downtown portland yes yeah yeah right so goes up to um ohsu Hospital. yes now do you know much about that? Wasn't that a tax deal that that was taxed around here to get that to be a certain way to have that going? Uh, I don't remember it entirely. I think it was a partially subsidized thing. Like I right? think it was OHSU that really wanted to have it, um, but it was also a method of getting people, mm. you know, from the lower part of of Portland all the way up to the top of that hill, uh, because the um, the the road infrastructure is just can't handle right if it's just all uh, car transportation. Well, but I think that it was subsidized by um, by local government. Is that right? Because yeah. I, I I can't remember, so I shouldn't say too much about it because I don't remember. I thought it was had something to do with it because I remember that when they first started, I don't remember the numbers, but they said it was going to be a certain amount of million to do it, and it was agreed upon. And then they get a partial of the way and they said, yeah, no, it's going to take, what, triple the amount of the cost that they've already put into it to finish it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so it was more expensive to go backwards than forward. Right. And, it's, and I kind of feel similar that that's what they're doing with this. I, well, yeah. And I also think that that was um, the bridge uh, across to Vancouver. Is right? that right? Because oh. they were talking about that doing this bridge, right? right. And so they were, right. they were doing all this planning and there was a, so much cost involved with just the planning process. They spent millions of dollars on just planning, planning. and then they scrapped it. And part of it was because um, Vancouver um, didn't agree with paying for part of the cost uh -huh. um, from um, the city of Portland. 
And I think there might have been some federal dollars that could have been matching, but they ended up having to scrap it and they end up eating, I don't, can't remember, it's 300 plus million dollars, right? I think. Yeah. I so, remember it being a huge so, deal because um, of the tolls. I, I did find, I did find it, Ethan. So, and this is just from uh, 2013. Okay. So th these are not current numbers, but in 2013, the cost per mile was $205 million. million. $205 million for one mile of that max track. That's a lot of money for one mile. Right. One mile. And those seats aren't even cushy. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. They aren't. They're not very comfortable. Uh, you know, it's not good when you sit down on a, you, you go in on a max <laughs> and you go ahead and it's, everybody's everywhere, right? Yeah. And you see, oh my gosh, there's a seat. There's three seats, in fact. And I go, I'm taking it, idiots. And I sit down, and I see why there's three seats open, and there's a drunken Indian guy mm -hmm. singing Lightning Crashes yeah. with a alcohol in a big gulp. Uh, yeah. Hey, Lightning Crashes. I'm like, oh, and I couldn't, and I was stuck. You couldn't yeah. leave, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, you, gotta make a new you have to share it with everybody, you know. I mean, well, and the, I, I, didn't, I didn't appreciate having to take Max all the time I, every day. I, I remember when Max uh, originally came in, and it was, it was a really popular thing. Uh, it wasn't out in Gresham yet. Um, I don't think it was as far out in Gresham as as it is today. But I remember riding on it when I was a little kid, and it was so exciting. You know, it was this new thing. It was clean. You know, you didn't have all these bums. And now, like I've only ridden on it a few times, uh, riding it to go out to see. Uh, um, concert at the rose garden or moda center yeah. and and it stinks it's not nearly as clean as it was before there's a lot of weird people i mean you there seriously you put your earbuds in you don't turn on music right and you try not to make eye contact contact with people yeah you know go with your friends so you're a little protected right but the but reality is it's it is it's it's that's dirty that's, it's that's how it was when we were starting we we watched it grow i say we like your brother and stuff but that during that time we watched it grow like that we were on a heading downtown also and there was a group of i can't remember I, your brother was there he might be a help but anyways three to five kids and i'm guessing they're probably 12 years and younger mm -hmm. and they were messing with this one guy on max Oh, okay. And say, come on, man, get out, get out. Come on, come on out. Let's let's go. Let's fight. And they were trying to get him to come out of the max. And Tony and I was like, uh, don't you do do it, man, because they were going to mess you up. Don't you leave. But at the same time, we would. He's not us. Get out of here. Take them with you, you know. But these kids were trying to jack this guy. And I can't remember. I think they ended up giving giving um, giving up on him because we were like, don't don't do don't be stupid because. Mm -hmm. You know, you get poked so much, you because I'll tell you, little twelve-year-olds, four, three to five of them, you don't know what they have in their pockets. You got to be careful. Have you not seen Jurassic Park? Those raptors will get on you. <laughs> That's right. Well, but, you but know, still, you know, regardless, it sucks because we have to pay these monstrous taxes, and this is my roundabout. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to. I can't send my daughter on there to go downtown and go meet up with a friend because of it's. All these monstrous taxes. Well, how about have some nice chauffeur guy in there that's going to be taking care of everybody, making sure there's nothing crazy going yeah. on, make it safe, make it sanitary. Yeah. You know, but. Well, you know, I think government should be providing certain things that, you know, that, you know, the private sector can't produce, right? Or can't provide. 
that that might be roads, bridges. I mean, are you kidding? And I mean, even, what what else? What else? The Scott, protection, even, even right? at that, fire and police. Yeah, I gotta say, even at that, what's what's really unfortunate is the people that decide to, even out here, that go, you know what, I'm gonna fill that pothole. Um, a guy up in Estacada that decides that he was like, oh my gosh, my culvert's messed up. Going to go do it all oh, right, yeah. and the state goes, you can't do that. Right. They rip it out on your cost, and then they fine you for doing such a thing. And then they'll come in and do it their own style, but you just paid for it, and then they get a profit on it as mm-hmm. well. And that's what people, or people, that's what, tax is such a freaking scam. <laughs> freaking, we need, we need to just do away with all taxes. A little but, house on the prairie, this thing. I, I think I, I think that there are certain parts of, of government um, that are, are necessary. It's, it's my, the libertarian in me says, no, nah, I get rid of all that stuff, right? But really, there's a practical use for uh, certain government and certain government agencies and, and services that they would provide. Yeah. I just think that we've allowed ourselves to get to the point where government is so massive and so controlling in our yeah. lives that we've kind of just sort they've of accepted it as it's every, normal. Every angle of our life. Right, yeah. right. And, and I don't, I've, hell, I don't know how we're going to reduce that until there's like real, you know, government leaders who are, are enacting these laws or removing them. I mean, we talked about we're like voter good, ID laws in one of our we're last. One good speech away from making that all happen. Yeah. But I mean, the, the people who are making the laws, because we were talking, I can't remember what episode now, but, um, you know, we were talking about stupid laws. There are people who have the power to make these laws happen. And a lot of um, uh, citizens are not paying attention enough to what's happening. So that's where those political leaders are important because those are the folks, This that's their niche. That's where they belong, right? They're supposed to represent the citizens and fight for, uh, you know, fewer taxes or less government or whatever it is. But it turns out that it, it kind of goes the other direction. We have more government, more taxes, right. more so, burdens on the society. Let me, let me ask you. Um, let's bring this out to the, to today here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do you happen to know? Because I don't know. I haven't looked into this guy at all. Mm -hmm. Do you know what Biden's intentions are? I mean, I know a couple of, you know, some of the talking, talking points that I've heard about, Mm -hmm. but I mean, have you heard any details at all? Cause I I haven't, I was just Uh, wondering if you know what we're coming up against. The only stuff that I've heard is that he wants to, uh, basically repeal all of the Trump, um, tax laws, which would mean our taxes would go up a bit. Yeah. Cause in most cases, Trump implemented, um, like fewer federal taxes and they're, there is this, and I don't, I trust me, I don't know the details of all this stuff, right. so I could, you know, I'll get called out on this, but. I wonder if he does, too. But but the <laughs> idea was, is that you wanted to reduce uh, federal federal taxes, and there was a portion of, of that where um, it was dependent on how much you were paying in state taxes, because you could get somewhat of a uh, discount, because you've already paid taxes in your state a certain amount, so you, gov- federal government says, uh, okay, well now, they they got rid of that. Right, so they reduce the amount of taxes that you're paying federally, but they, they they don't give you the discount for paying your state taxes, and so a lot of people got all pissed off because their state taxes were relatively high, and they felt more of that state tax burden right. this last time, whatever tax season, you know, year or two ago, and and so they were all pissed off because they felt like their taxes had increased. Right. What they didn't understand is that it was their state taxes, and they out and they they associated that with the feds. Trump. Sure. 
So I don't know how that is going to go with uh, with the new administration, but based on the the Democrats and who is in power in these different places, I mean, now the House and Senate and the presidency, all Democrat, right? Isn't that just, yeah. Yeah. So, so when, when that happened originally uh, in, in Obama's, I think, was it first or second term? I can't remember when they owned all three branches. Um, not all three branches, although there was some, I think, federal court, um, or, you know, might have had more of a, a left-leaning volume. I could be wrong on that. But at least both sides of Congress plus the um, the uh, president's presidency was all one single party. And so they implemented a whole bunch of stuff like Obamacare and some other things. And so it became uh, a massive shift in policy to a certain direction. I'm expecting that that's going to happen again. They learned their lesson the last time um, that they missed an opportunity to push more. Uh, I think they learned their lesson this time. They're probably going to push a lot more left I, policies. I, I agree. I Cause think no one's going to say no. Is, they're going to accept just try it all. Except for the Supreme court. That's the one thing that you go, uh, Trump got right. As long as there's no court packing, eh, that could change. Right. Yeah, that's um, right. But that's one of the things that, you know, Trump got to nominate, you know, and get people into the Supreme Court to balance it to the and balance it to move it to the other sort of right leaning side. Now, I personally say, well, the constitutional side, right? There's more, you know, Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was not a massive constitutionalist. I know, in my and it's, she was it's, a, a left leaning activist. I hate that. Right. That we have. We can't have a whole panel of people that truly, yeah, constitutional. Fight. That's it, and right, anything exactly. that doesn't make that falls aside. So, so that is the only thing, in my opinion, that's going to limit what the Democrats are going to do in House and Senate and um, in the White House. That's the only thing. But there is a process in our government, and it's going to take a long time to get from them implementing something and someone calling them out on it and then going through the court systems all the way up to the Supreme Court. So I don't know how much stuff is going to get implemented, but, yeah. you know, they can be kind of sneaky, right? They can enact a law and then all of the regulations that go to support that law, um, you know, that takes a little while to, to sort out. Yeah. And then someone has to come out and say, oh, no, 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 that's not fair, you know. Well, they have a lot of power coming up, so. Yep, they do. I think that. Well, if I was them, if there was any, what I would, I'm trying to be nice here. If I was going to do any uh, shenanigans, mm -hmm. this would be the time. Yeah. They're, they haven't been more powerful, uh, in my opinion, ever. And so if they're going to push a certain agenda, I feel that this is where we're going to feel it. Yeah. I don't feel that they could get much higher at you know, there's not going to be a better time, in my opinion, for them to uh, try to try to achieve whatever their agenda is. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's not preserving our America lives, lives or lifestyle. Not trying to better our, <clears throat> better our daily lives. It's implement more laws and restrictions on our daily lives, mm -hmm. and it's too bad people can't see that. Yeah, it is too bad. They it voted in because even they believe that they need somebody else governing what they do day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I would love to hear more and more people complain about uh, stupid taxes that they that they realize 
and blast it out to other people and bring some attention to it. Because yeah. I think taxation is one of those that, uh, you know, income tax and uh, and sales tax are really the only two that is uh, recognized by most people. Most people are not looking at all those other taxes. And of course, you know, then who's who's receiving the benefits of that of that taxes? Right? Any bill you have coming so, in the mail, you should read it and look in the fine detail. And it says a tax. It's yeah. a tax. Yeah. Well, I I think that uh, we'll find out here in the in the next uh, you know couple of months yeah. what the new administration we'll is going to do. We'll be finding out soon, whether I'm, we like it or not. Yeah, whether we like it or not. So, but uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, remember we do post these things on YouTube. Those of you who are watching, uh, we have this podcast available on a lot of pl- podcast platforms, including Anchor and Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I mean. We're in a lot of different places yeah. now. It's great. I, I get to listen to the podcast in my car. It's great. I know. It is fun, it's isn't it? It's neat to see our little logo that's sitting on my dash. Yeah. That's awesome. So I don't get to see that. Yeah. So anyway, our producer forgot to put the quote up on the uh, the reader board. So, um, <laughs> oh boy, he's on the spot. Look at that. Okay. So very famous. He's earning what he makes. That's right. Yeah. Very famous actor. Uh, used to be in some Westerns, old Will Rogers, he says, the difference between death and taxes is death doesn't get worse every time Congress meets. That's very true. Yes. All right. So we'll let you go for now. Uh, Thanks again for watching. Support us by sharing this with others. And until we see you next time. Yep. Be safe.